Welcome to the Civil War Regiments podcast, here to provide you with the reading of accounts of the common soldiers of the American Civil War, the eyewitnesses who lived, fought, suffered, and died through five years of brutal conflict. It is my hope that the reading of these accounts will make history come alive for you and offer a better understanding of daily life during the American Civil War. Today's account is from Voices of the Civil War, Chickamauga, an entry by Corporal George Wilson of the 17th Indiana Infantry. Wilson and his comrades took advantage of the six-month hiatus that followed the federal victory at Stones River in January 1863 to confiscate horses and mules from the countryside around Murfreesboro, Tennessee, for use in Colonel John T. Wilder's Mounted Infantry Brigade, an action that infuriated local Tennesseans. His droll descriptions of the neophyte horsemen belie the fact that Wilder's Yankees soon evolved into one of the most daring units of the Western War. Here follows Wilson's account. In our eagerness for riding animals, we paid no attention to age, color, size, sex, or previous condition of servitude. Blooded racers, awkward plow horses, sway-backed plugs, brood mares, stallions, ponies, and mules of assorted dimensions and uncertain tricks all went to make up the mount of a company. While our drummer boy was happy in the possession of a little brown jackass, which he contentedly rode until the melancholy-looking creature came to an untimely end at the hands of an exasperated veteran, whose only pair of trousers had served for his midnight tiffin. Whenever we found an animal, hornless and with deck room for a saddle, we took it. And if some fellow was not riding it before night, it was for the very good reason that the beast would be riding him. We were in infantry command, many of the members of which had never straddled a horse, and this last contingency was not of infrequent occurrence. But in time, our mount improved. We got things straightened out and finally presented a tolerable appearance. In tactics and drill, we were indifferent, but soon learned enough to use great caution in approaching a mule to go abroad, and never to entirely trust in his well-stimulated intention of good behavior. Early in the season, I got a lesson from a little specimen of the seemingly meek and lowly variety. He had a tired, resigned manner about him, a sort of, if you want to lick me you can, but I wish you wouldn't expression, that altogether inspired me with confidence and recklessness. But you should have seen that mule in me the first time our opinions happened to differ on some point or other, which he deemed of importance. In April, about the time we were all mounted, another fortunate circumstance resulted in our being armed with the Spencer magazine rifle, using metallic ammunition. At that time, no other large body of troops was so well armed. In fact, I doubt if there was then another entire brigade in all the West using metallic cartridges. Our services up to this period had been arduous, while we had considerable experience under fire. So now, with our Spencer rifles, we felt ourselves to be well-nigh invincible, and anxiously awaited an opportunity to broaden our field of operations. Corporal George Wilson, 17th Indiana Mounted Infantry. 